Hello and welcome to the Horror House Podcast. I'm Dave. I am Chris. This week we have got a movie. A new movie, no less. X. The newest. X. I'm throwing up like the... When somebody's injured in WWE. Throw up the X. Um, it, did it come from the 90s? No. Not even the 80s. It, what? With a name like X? No. Is it short for extreme? No, it's not. I think it's short for what? I think it's short for sex. Oh, sexy time! A little sexy time movie. Or the X is on your eyes, you know, and like the like cartoon character that dies. Maybe okay. I don't know. Uh, but uh, Dave. One thing yeah. that got me thinking, and we have uh, been cutting down on our kind of lead-in things, but there was one question I wanted to present to you. Sure. Um, Hit me. Hit me. So, watching X, uh, my mind went to different places, and it got me thinking about our Nightbreed HBO show that we're going to do before we retire as, as uh, movie moguls one day. Sometime before then, our Nightbreed series will be out. Um, but... Okay. Being on HBO, right? Like, we're going to have to have some of the sex scenes in the show. Mm. And we... Ah, and, nice. Yeah. So, I, it got me thinking. Like, what a better... What, what, would there be a better place to have, like, monsters of some... Like, get some special makeup in there in your sex scenes, right? And then that got me down another path of thinking, has there ever been like, you know, the, I mean, HBO has these like kind of pretty graphic sex scenes like in Game of Thrones and these shows. Like, did you end up Googling tentacle porn? No, believe it or not. I didn't, I didn't head down that rabbit hole, but Google it. I didn't need to Google it. (laughs) But like a, a sex scene with gore, I'm sure there's something out there. But it's something I can't think I've seen before. I mean, you had a little bit of that with Hellraiser, a with little. Uh, you know, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, not a, not overly, but, but Nightbreed has bit. some real premise for for something like that. It just got my my mm-hmm. brain was was going. I was like, I have to present this to Dave. <laughs> a little uh, porcupine girl. I mean, I didn't say it. Get I didn't it say all. it. I mean, getting it on. She's probably not. You don't want a doggy that bitch. Oh no! <laughs> you get spiked in the dingling. I think the whole, the whole area, the whole yeah. But what about what about the uh, the, the smoker? I mean, there. I mean, she I like was it. she was kind of already. I there, can't right? even feel it. It's I'm I'm just fucking the smoke. <laughs> you know, this is well, this is weird. But what really got me thinking was the dude that cut his face off. Like, you named all the women, but, like, the dude that cut his, like, the... Okay. I was... And that's what got me thinking about, like, the graphic gore in a sex scene. I was like, what if he did that, like, during a sex scene? (laughs) I mean, you you could... I feel like you could do that well, even without the actual sex, and just make it very sexual, like, his partner... Cutting off his fucking face. Yeah. And he, like, loving oh, every fucking we, second we of it. We gotta cut this. We have to cut this off now, because we have to put this in our fucking hybrid, uh... Copyright! Plot. I declare copyright! I, I double declare it. You can't take back a double declare. 
You can't triple test yeah, stamp with double stamp. <laughs> it's in law. It's it's in the law. Look it up. Yeah. So uh It's it's bird law. If which is the highest form of law because birds aren't real. That, that's what I've heard. That is what that's what uh some fine people have told me. Dave, if anybody yeah. wanted to give us their opinion on our nightbreed ideas, uh or even what they think of X themselves, where can they do that? Or or any other movie, you can send us a twit at sweetness one with six e's in that sweet one two. Or you can send us a twit at the at horror house two. You can email Full us. Alert, there are two of us. There are two of us. You can email us horrorhousepodcast at gmail dot com or hit us up on the old whorehouse page on Facebook. If you wanted to let us hear your voice for a change, kind of the turns have tabled, uh, you can leave us a voicemail on anchor.fm forward slash horror house. And unless you tell us specifically not to, we're going to put your shit on the air. And finally, rate us on any platform you're listening on. But maybe the most important thing is please mm-hmm. share the horror house gospel, the horror house word. If you have a friend that's kind of into horror or super into horror, Hallelujah. and you think that they would like us to, uh, very intelligent, very handsome, very well spoken, uh, fellows talking about horror movies every week. Uh, let them know, load us up on your phone, throw it at your friend. It's as easy and as if that. They would rather, Listen to two guys who aren't very well spoken. Let them know about us. Yeah. They can go to Whorehouse 3. There's probably a thing by now. I feel I'm I will feel bad if that is, and they're like super like ghost hunters and like, we didn't ask for this. Leave us alone. Yeah, they, they like have proof that ghosts exist and we've just fucking <laughs> yes. ruined their free. So by associating sorry. even so, that I'm so sorry. Sorry. I'm so sorry. Sorry, sorry. Uh, we're, we're building our Woolery. own brand, Chuck. You can't, you can't, you know. It's Chuck Woolery. Oh. The old 70s game show host. Okay. He, he, I don't he feel sorry the anymore. Goes on the I don't flight. feel sorry anymore. <laughs> he, he is doing that to tone for being a serial killer during the 70s. That's why oh. those people were on that sh- those shows and you never saw them. Oh my God, that makes a lot of sense. That's, what a throwback movie that could be, right? Ty West, yeah, uh, give us a call. Yeah, yeah. We can, we can, we can work on this. We can work on this with. Um, uh, so we've got a lot with X. Um, uh, we're going to talk about a lot of things here. Uh, it's got a, a very cool '70s aesthetic. Uh, it is an A24 movie. Um, uh, you know, I, I've got some theories, Chris, and you're going to have to let me know what you think about my theories or the uh, overarching themes of the movie. Um, I feel like we'd be remiss if we didn't talk about some of the acting that I, I thought was uh, pretty pretty good shape and some of the actors. And um, you know we're going to talk about them juicy kills. Oh, yes. But first, Chris. Yes. First. We got to pay the bills. We got to keep the lights Absolutely. on. Absolutely. So let's play an ad 
and uh, get into it. We are back in the horror house talking about X 2022. Um, let's get into it and talk about some of the aesthetic, the cinematography, uh, the fact this is a A24 movie, um, which which I, we were just shitting on them last week. Uh, we I, maybe one of my favorite uh, moments in Horror House. We went off, and it was it was done in love, but like that. Uh, but uh, like busting your chops, love. <laughs> but it was great. Yeah. Go back and listen. Oh, I'm not supposed to be self-referential. Or go forward. <laughs> or go forward because we yeah. don't know what the order of these movies are going to come out. So uh, I forgot. Maybe you got a time drop. Um, but this is an A24 movie, and I, I, what does that mean to you, Chris? To me, when you say it's an A24 movie, what does that? It's mean? a movie that's a little bit deeper. And meaning and yeah, it is. (laughs) I felt the elbow nudge, but like, it's got a little something. It's got layers. There's uh, more going on than like your standard, like Friday the 13th or something. Um, You can go back and rewatch it and maybe pick up uh, on some different themes. You didn't even realize, you know, and I'm not saying that's every, a24 movie i've not seen all of them but the ones i have seen that tends to be kind of we, a thing we've talked about several on the show yeah we've talked about hereditary lot we've talked about midsomar which i really do think we should need to revisit maybe i'm down but we've I'm done down. episodes on the lighthouse yeah the 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 bitch the black coat's daughter is i think pretty sure that's an a24 movie if it's not, yep. it should be. <laughs> green, uh, green room. It, uh, that's the one that uh, just blew my hole, my my a hole in my brain, <laughs> and the hole in the ground. Which I'm not I seeing think that we one. We talked about just briefly last week, as because of um, uh, Lee, the connection to Lee Cronin. Um, they've got some kind of wild ones with tusk and slice. Um, but also they did the lamb, which we have not. I, I am still super excited yet. for, I've not, um, I've not seen any reviews on that one, but that, that one may have to come up, uh, sooner than later. Cause I'm still very intrigued. Um, but they're kind of, uh, like what would be the word? Like, I, would, I don't want to say prestigious, but I mean, it, when you, when you compare it to something like. Like what's what's the exact opposite of A two four? Like, um, no budget. I like would... no care for story or the aesthetic. Like whatever. I hate, I hate to do it, man. Uh, but more recent full moon. That's yeah. Uh, I think you're right. I think you're right. Um. And that's just, uh, they've made their kind of uh, stable uh, of movies very meticulously, I feel like. Like, it's a, you could have an A24 marathon. Like, I don't know that there's many, um, like, publishers or whatever the exact word for them is, uh, of just 
their movies, like not just like oh, yeah. a, a director or something like you could, you could watch hereditary, go, go watch and then go watch, uh, um, the lighthouse. They're really it, not afraid to take chances. Yeah. It, they're very open. It's hard. To, I, I feel like it's a little bit niche still, but still, I feel like. I don't know. We'd make, well, we could probably do just a whole episode on A24 and I could sing their praises and we could bust their chops some more. <laughs> but um, the fact that X is an A24 movie, uh, what did that mean to you going into it? I mean, did you even think about it? I, I did, because I, re- I have come 180 degrees on A24. When I first started seeing that A24 logo... Was it a groan? In the... In, in the early, yeah, for a long time it was, and I'm trying to go back, um, you know, far enough. I, I would say it was early 2000s, and I, I'm on their website, I'm going back, uh, they don't make this easy. Every time I click the show more button, I've got, I, I get a few more movies. Buy Lighthouse, special um, edition Blu-ray. Shit like that. I, I, you know, there was... There were some things that were it wasn't, questionable quality. It wasn't anticipation anticipation that was uh, filling your your brain when you would see that logo. Right. Um, I I remember back in the red box days, like I'd throw a DVD in and that logo would come up, and I just I would just think to myself, okay. I I just didn't anticipate the quality very good. I. I I, I've come a long way on that. I mean, their movies are are quality movies. I, they're I don't think anything I would ever say. I can, I'm, I'm looking through the list, and nothing I can say big budget. Right, right. Um, I I haven't seen the Green Knight yet. Um, but you know, Hereditary. I I've I've talked how much I love this movie, and um, it's not a high budget movie. I've talked about. Needing to go back to see Midsommar. Um, most recently, Everything Everywhere All at Once, which is that an eighty-four movie? Yeah. Oh wow! And I love that you, movie. I love everybody in that movie. Michelle Yeoh has always been one of my favorites. Um, you know, uh, Short Round and Jamie Lee Curtis, and then that's no time a great for that, Doctor Jones. I. So, so what did um, that mean they, going into X for you? Like, now that you've kind of changed your opinion of A24 in more recent times, uh, going into X, I, I mean, did what? What was your thoughts when you saw that logo come up for the first time, or uh, did you know beforehand I, I, that it was A24? I, I did not know. Oh, okay. I did not know beforehand. I did kind of think, okay, you know, we might. I, I'm ready for a tone, a third shift tone change. Mm-hmm. I'm ready for that third act switch or that that uh, M Night Shyamalan effect. Because right, right. A two four to me, there's there's a lot. Not every movie, but a lot have had that kind of that zinger, that that twist that kind of makes you rethink the first half of the movies. Right, and they kind of 
they kind of, um, I kind of didn't get that. Although I kind of did. I, we should, um, I guess we, I, they, everybody should already know that spoilers for everything we talk about. If you don't already know, <laughs> you should. Thank, thank you. Um, Cause I'm trying, I'm trying to think about how like, to say we're, this we're without spoiling the shit of out of everything starting immediately. So just go. Yeah. Yeah. Go, go watch shut, it. Turn the fucking podcast <laughs> off. Go watch it and then come back. Yeah. Um, but, uh, continue, continue. Uh, the, you didn't get that from this. I, I didn't. It, it was very straightforward, which is which is kind of a twist in itself because modern movies have a modern horror have really embraced that that third act switcheroo, that third act right. gotcha moment, and it's it's not here. Um, there's you know maybe two things that could fill that role. Um, and that is the uh, camera guy's death. Um, I can't think of his name. Little hipster. Uh, RJ. RJ. RJ's death, maybe, but it's. I mean, it's not really a twist. It, it, if you can't see that thing coming, man, get some glass. <laughs> um, and maybe, maybe their choice of final girl. Maybe. And and when we talk about yeah. theme, I'll talk about that specifically and why I kind of felt all along that it 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 didn't trip me up that, that the final girl was the final girl because um I kind of got this wholesome vibe from her all along, which is a weird thing to say about a porn star. Right. Um before we get uh, into the characters a lot, so for me, the A24 thing, uh, it, it uh, going into it, I knowing that, I feel like hurt it a little bit for me. Cause I, and then I had like this like kind of buyer's remorse kind of thing going on where I was like, is this my fault? <laughs> is it my fault that I expected something that mm -hmm. it wasn't? Because it was a two four, so I I just wonder if this movie had been uh, released by somebody else, like would that have helped it hurt? I don't I don't know. In 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 my eyes, I I don't know. I I just wonder uh, if some people went into this expecting something a little with more layers. Um. But uh, let's let's talk some more about the. I want to talk about the cinematography for a, a quick moment. Sure, sure. This is a perfect place, and I, I we can talk about the the aesthetic as well here because it kind of all goes hand in hand. Just the look of the movie. Um, but like, there's camera shots in this that are so good, so well shot. Like there are these big wide shots of like the field in between the guest house and the farmhouse. The overhead shot of um, Maxine in the pond with the gator mm -hmm. is a great shot that I am kind of uh, pissed that they didn't bring that back for anything. That would have been great for a, when she's, you know, at the end when she's running away to, to, the, to the farmhouse. Like, just give us a big overhead of the field 
and you don't even need the old woman like running after her, but you'll get that same thing. I am pissed that they didn't call that back because it was such a good shot. Um, <laughs> the only thing, even even like just the exterior of the boarding house, and it the. I don't. I don't know what cameras are from a technical aspect. Oh yeah, I fucking. I, yeah. Everything is so pretty. I mean, I'm watching. I'm watching this on the same fucking TV that we've for for four years probably still has tried to talk me into. We need to upgrade in the in the bedroom, and that's the TV I watch this on. Still, I didn't upgrade the TV. It's not a 4K TV, and everything is so pretty and so sharp. Mm-hmm. Um. The the technique the the cinematography the shots are very beautiful. I watched a YouTuber today who um, did a kind of review about this. Um, I'm trying to think of his name, but um, um, he did he did a really good job. Um, Burns reviews on the YouTube. Check them out. Check them out, everybody. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, a shout out to this guy. He he's really um, doing some good stuff. He pulled up some some images. The the a few images because I mean you can't pull up a lot of shit from the nineteen seventy six pornography, the farmer's daughter. Oh right, right. And the. The things he pulled up from that movie look like they're shot for shot remade for X. Really? Like the the corner of the um, boarding house and Maxine coming around in the overalls and, and you know it. It's like, did he? Did they really go that? Deep? Is this coincidence or it's not? It's got to be more, man. It's got to be more than coincidence, right? Um. So I I wonder if. The kind of background intention is that that's the movie that they shot is Farmer's Daughter. Um, I, I don't know. But it, it is very beautiful. Um, they're clearly going for that 70s aesthetic. Visually, 70s this very like much deep Texas. Or where I think. Yeah, it. it, it so it looks like if you shot the the if if you shot Texas Chainsaw Massacre in 4K, I, this is yeah. I mean that's what this looks yeah. like. Um, so. the only really the only two people that I felt like uh, the camera boy and his girlfriend, I felt were a little not quite of the of the time they didn't feel like they fit in that good to me maybe because they're young like very very young it seemed like um uh, something about them just didn't quite click for me in that aesthetic not bad not bad like they didn't take away from it but uh fucking uh martin henderson as wayne i thought was is one of my favorite (laughs) that i've ever seen like throwback like southern like um I'm going to do whatever it takes to make some money. So I don't got to work fucking construction and all this. And I, he, I thought he was a, 
Actually, everybody in this movie is a great character, and I think the acting. I, is I thought I thought they did great. Fantastic. I, he does a. It could it would have been very easy for him to play Wayne. Very smutty and very dirty and very unlikable, but I he didn't. I mean, I felt like Wayne at is a pornographic producer director, writer, I mean, whatever credits you want to give him. But at, as a character, I felt like he still was, he was genuine, genuinely concerned with the people in his movie. I, I think he genuinely had a real connection to Maxine, a, a real, I mean, I don't, I don't want to know if I want to say love, but I think that's probably the, the right word. At least love he cared in that, for Maxine. that moment in that era. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, he's it's a very openness yeah. that you know if you the temptation for this ninety nine out of a hundred people would have played this with such a dirtiness that you know yeah I don't care if the bitch is fucking on camera type of the feel right. or whatever makes me money type of feel or you're a throwaway you're an actress. You're you're a porn actress and that's all you are type of attitude and he didn't and Martin comes across very I I don't know he very has, like, authentic I, I thought he was great kind of mm -hmm. thing uh, the whole time like even the way he like they're in the gas station and he's it never comes off smutty or like what uh, like what uh, uh, mm -hmm. like what you said mm -hmm. like this like this dirty like porn producer like that's not. Uh, but at the same time, he's excited for what they're doing. And it's mm -hmm. not just to make money, even though that is like the main thing. Uh, but still, he wants to make something like good. And which which make porn porn movies were mainstream for a little bit in the 60s and 70s. Mm -hmm. Deep Throat showed in non-porno theaters in in regular theaters so there there legitimately was this kind of push to legitimize the industry uh -huh. as it is um and you know maybe poor old um uh poor old Wayne was a little bit before his time because you know if you know 30 years later Porn still does porn shit, you know. I mean, they still turn out thirty movies of butt sluts thirteen and butt sluts fourteen and butt sluts like a big seventeen, right? But they also turn out like uh, there is a porn version of Pirates of the Caribbean that uh, one through six seeks seeks. <laughs> It seeks to be a real, like, pirate movie, just with sex thrown with, in. I, not with a fraction of the budget, but they're, like, putting forth some sort of effort to parody it, parody it and in a way that is kind of respectable. Um, I think Martin, uh, or Wayne, rather, would be, would be super booming right now. <laughs> um, mm -hmm. But also... And, and was, RJ, I mean... He was talking, that, and in, that was RJ's uh, dream with that... the uh, release of home video. That was one of his big things too. It's not so much the theater, but he's like, "Oh, the home video thing is like starting to take off, and right. we're gonna fucking cash in." 
and little did he know. Prescient, very prescient. But uh, yeah, I mean, you didn't have to be ashamed. You didn't have to like go into a dirty theater to watch a porno. You could watch a porno movie at home on a Saturday night and still get up and go to church with your wife <laughs> on Sunday. Hello, yeah. curtain at the video store from 1980 to 2000, whenever that yeah. ended. <laughs> or, or a whole separate room that you have to like go around two corners. To yeah. Um, that is the, that is the audience that Wayne was excited to, to make films for. Um, but every everybody was pretty excited to be in this production, except for the cameraman's girlfriend, who was just mm-hmm. there. Didn't she's like, "This is smutty and dirty, and why are we doing this? Why are you doing this? Like, how does this make sense morally?" And I, we're we're kind of getting into the story. Um, but let's finish talking about the aesthetic. Is there anything else that you want to talk about aesthetic wise or character vibe wise, seventies, uh, era wise? Uh, I, I mean, I don't, I don't know what it would be. I think, I thought they pulled it off beautifully. I, yeah, I agree. Um, I agree. Th- this movie really, without having an actual nostalgia to it, I mean, it's, it feels like a Texas Chainsaw. It feels like like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, Zombie Rob Zombie play, pays a lot of homage to that those kind of things in his show in his movies. And uh, I think, and and uh, and I love Rob Zombie, and I think he wishes he could pull it off as beautifully as they have yeah. here. Ty West you know. has a. Has a kind of a knack for this kind of throwback thing. Like I don't know if you've seen House of the Devil, but that has like this, mm-hmm. uh, like a old, like old school, like eighties VHS kind of throwback vibe. That it, goddamn, it pulls it off so good. So I, I, I that maybe is numb to plum. Uh, he he knows what he's doing when it comes to that. I can't argue with that at all. Ty West. Uh, like even if they gave him like a period piece, like if he was to like have some sort of like Forrest Gump, like a modern Forrest Gump of some kind, like he would be able to do it without question in whatever era you wanted him to do, probably seventies or eighties. And he would knock it out of the park. Ty West with a big budget would kill it in that, in that regard for sure. Yeah. Give it to him. Somebody write him a check and, and point him in the right direction. Yeah. Um, Uh, What do you want to talk about next? um, Well, I I guess we're here. We've already started a little bit talking about the actors and the act team. Um, And uh, this is the... I'm I'm sure everybody knows now. Maybe. uh, But Mia Goth played Maxine. And... Mia Goth, uncredited, plays Pearl, right? The old lady, um, which kind of blew my mind at first. I I I watched it and I saw the parallels. Uh, it, I mean, it, they hit you over the head with the parallels right. between the two characters. Um, you know, Pearl watches Maxine with um, 
with King, King Cootie, Kid Cootie, in the uh, barn. She watches him ride that BBC, <laughs> and then she goes home and puts her makeup on and, and tries to look sexy. And, um, right. you know, she... But I, th- I thought... I I thought it was well done. I thought that was well done. It doesn't it it doesn't hit you over the head. They don't have the same like mannerism or attitude, but but I I thought they did a good job. Um, some of the dialogue Pearl talks about wanting to wanting more out of life mm-hmm. than being the farmer's wife and. Um, and Mia kind of same, has that same attitude, you know. She she does a bump in the in the dressing room at the strip club, and she tells herself, pumps herself up in the mirror. She says, "You know what, Mia? You got boobies, and you show them to people, and they like it. <laughs> You're gonna be some. You're gonna be a goddamn star." And uh, I I thought she did a good job. I I felt very much from the start that. This I I wasn't surprised when Mia was the final or Maxine was the final girl. I wasn't either. I was not either. Um, she seemed like the most pure motivation. I know Jenna is young and and it's hard for me not to associate her with some other projects because whenever when she's in something, I I have multiple things go in my head. Season two of um, you. Um, not not you, Chris. The TV show you. Oh, you! I thought you said ooh. Uh, I was like, what is that? <laughs> uh, you, 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 Y O U, you. Uh, season two of you. Um, uh, the newest Scream movie. Um, uh, she she's got a lot of stuff going on. Um, there was. Um, I I just had her looked up here. Um, she's only 20 years old in real life. So she is very young. Um, the babysitter, Studio 666. Um, the Foo Fighters flick, right? Yeah, the, that's the Foo, Foo Fighters flick. The babysitter, Killer Queen, um, which I, I, I loved both the babysitter movies, the Netflix originals. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, she's before that it was a lot of like kid stuff. So she went from the kid stuff right into the the horror shit. And um That's how you do it. That's how you do it. You don't get in that uh child star phase, you just move right the fuck on because horror fans are pretty accepting and willing to if if you're good if you're even like kind of okay, like what you, you got a home with horror fans. I, I, yeah, and I, I I think she did a good job. I thought I thought her acting was fine. Um as a character, she's not pure of heart. You know, she's she starts off, you kind of think, okay, she's the she's the version. She's the pure heart. She thinks that they're doing smut. She's only here for her boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And then she has um uh, I, I I don't want to Go full out and say and and slut shame and say it's a heel turn, right? right. But she sees what um, 
but um, Jackson is offering and and she wants a piece. And she that wants part in of them. We'll uh, we'll come back. Let's come back to that. Um, but you're uh, that part of the story. I want. I do want to talk about because I have. I don't know. It's intriguing. It's intriguing. Um, okay. Well, well, I can put a pin in that. We can come um, back because there's plenty to talk about with Bobby Lynn. Let's uh, let's get yeah. Let's finish the. Let's go through the rest of the actors. Um, Bob Brittany Snow, who is familiar to me, but like looking through her filmography, like nothing really stands out to me that I know her from. But she has like this this thing where I'm like, I know her from something, but uh, I don't know that I do. <laughs> the the prom night remake. I don't think I've ever seen. Uh, I I'm kind of just now kind of looking through her. IMDP page and yeah I I but don't I, I welcome her no she, she's one been. of us she's one of the the horror gals now like get it I I can't and, wait and for she you, does a, for her to be in more horror stuff let's 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 go so this is going to play into my theme later but she does a very good job of she's not in porn accident she didn't get she didn't fall into this. She didn't like get coerced into this or she had no other option. Clearly Bobby Lynn has is smart. Mm-hmm. She, clearly she realizes, you know, Hey, I, I'm going to do what I got to do to make money. And, and I've got this asset, so to speak, <laughs> That, that can earn me a good living, and I'm going to use it. Right, right. Um, I, and I think one scene that really showed that was, you know, RJ thinks he's this fucking, oh, I'm going to make porn. I'm going to make cinema, cinematic porn. I'm going to make porn oh, something and... beautiful and shots. And she's the one who says, you know, if you get the angle right, then... Um, when Jackson's filling up the van with gas, it'll look like he's, you know, his dick. And it, it's the stand in for, you know, um, power or for his manhood. And, you know, it's to me, it's that more than almost anything showed how smart she was. And then, you know, if anything, Jackson, the man in the porn video is the one who's being taken advantage of. You know, he thinks there's a real connection here. I I think he loved Bobby Lynn. Maybe, yeah, maybe. And Bo- Bobby Lynn fakes the orgasm, and he's you know a little hurt by that. Not hurt enough to you know run off like a little bit. <laughs> um, and then when the old man, it would have been really easy for him to ignore the old man when the old man comes around and says, "Hey, my wife's been." Yes, especially but, the, their first kind of. Mm-hmm. Uh, when he's like, I didn't know he was bringing no Negroes. Yeah, I expected a hard R uh, uh, during that, and it never happened. I was yeah. like, oh, I yeah. am kind of shocked that they didn't go down that road, <laughs> especially being but, like a period thing. But it, okay. Yeah, but Jackson is cool with it. Jackson's when like, comes back. you know what, man? Yeah, I. It's all we're brothers. We were both in the service. We're brothers. I'm gonna I'm gonna let that slide. I understand you're a different generation than me. Yeah. I'm gonna let that slide. 
and I'm going to be the guy I am. I'm going to come out and help you look for your wife. However, he was also like showing some machismo bravado or like at, during that moment too when he opens the door like stark raving danger hanging down yeah. low it's like what's up old man it's like i i thought maybe he had a squirrel tied to his neither <laughs> region but no apparently that's his his him that's him but here's the thing about that just a little side note i was prepared to say tonight it's got a little something for the ladies a little hang and wang and a little a little man butt in a couple places got some some man butts and some wang hanging but i'm not gonna say that's for the ladies i'm gonna say for anyone who enjoys man parts they're on display (laughs) there's some women parts on display as well so you know might be a man woman or you don't haven't decided yet or it changes sometimes right Man parts on display, women parts on display. It's hard to say this movie doesn't have a little something for everybody. Uh, and is, then, well, then I yeah, and I uh, that's part of its uh, themes, I guess. Charm, sex, yeah, sex is a very big thing, and sexual empowerment is a very big theme here. Uh, Let's. Uh... Jackson gets done dirty, man. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! He, uh, nobody in this movie, except for the old couple, does anything wrong. Except Jenna mm-hmm. Ortega. Fuck her. Fuck her. Let uh, actually, I, let's get that. Let's get her out of the way. Her and RJ, so I can quit fucking thinking about it. Because I fucking hate her. Okay. I fucking okay, hate her. She I'm deserves gonna, everything that happens. Because I'm going to end the podcast over this argument. I, I don't. I don't feel fuck Lorraine. I don't feel fuck Jenna Hart. I feel Ortega. like she. I feel fuck RJ. No, I I agree. Oh, fuck, actually, fuck both of them. Can we? Can we go? Can I go that far? Fuck both of them. They're sure, both assholes. Sure. And later on, later in the movie, fuck Jenna. But when she when she turns to the porn man, she just sees something she likes and she goes for it. And if anybody's to blame, you know, she didn't want to be here. She was here for RJ. Yeah. And the fact that she fell to the temptation, um, you know, he's the one who kept saying, you know, this is all right. He enjoyed looking at the titties and looking at the ass and watching the fucking, he enjoyed all that Mm -hmm. shit. And he's the one that has introduced all this to Jenna. So when she likes it too, I feel like part part of her motives are for that retaliation. For uh, like that that renegade that rebel like oh uh, you're making this so this is so important but like uh, like we're behind the camera like she she in in part like is doing it to go against RJ I feel like which is I think the part that pisses me off about the character it's like you fucking asshole. But like, I mean, go get what you want. I mean, what, you know, I ain't arguing that. I, I had, I had a hard time being sympathetic to RJ because he is a dick. He's a kind of addicted Jenna the whole time. Like clearly she doesn't want to be involved with this right. and you've kind of forced her to. And then the second that That's, she's doing something yeah. you don't like, you run off like That's, a little bit. You just, you just said it perfectly like that. That uh, her turning ag- against him like that, like to go 
be like, I want to be in this movie is like the perfect way for her to be like, like, I can't, I can't articulate it the right way because I'm an idiot. <laughs> but she's, you, yeah. Fuck you, RJ. You want to make something beautiful? I'll show you beautiful. Yeah. Like, I'm going to, I'm going to put my shit yeah, on. How, how avant garde and Spanish is this? Like, fuck you. But then he does nothing to like alleviate that. Like they're in that that scene, which is kind of a, a pretty personal scene. They're all sitting around, postcoital, mm-hmm. filmoidal, <laughs> uh, uh, scene. Like they're they have that Fleetwood Mac cover, which is pretty all right. Um, the. And they're sitting around talking about like, what is love? What is this? Like, uh, how are, you know, open mm-hmm. relationships and this and that. And how, how can you stand, uh, Wayne, how can you stand to see her on the, on the film like that? And he's like, baby, when the cameras move, it's all business. Right. The cameras are on. It's all business. And RJ agrees with that sentiment, but he's, he doesn't understand it. He can't, he, he can't handle it. Yeah. I, I mean that, that but he also doesn't articulate some... it to uh mm-hmm. Lorraine, which is the biggest well, he problem. Did, I, I I think he really didn't think that she was capable or, or that she would want to. ever find herself yeah. empowered enough. But so her big crime, Jenna's big crime, is um turning on Maxine. I mean it's not yeah, you didn't want to come here, but you eventually won over. You joined the fucking porn circus here. <laughs> Me is Maxine is trying to say, hey, you know, we got to stick together. We got to be safe. And you turned on a sister and ran out the door and truly got it in the fucking face. Yeah. So, uh, that's, that's Jenna's sent to me is when she turned on Maxine. Um, did we miss Pearl? What did you think of Pearl as a, a character? When she was in the background, I thought was creepy and effective. But like once, mm-hmm. uh, her and Howard were both like up close in the camera. Something was lost to me. Um, some of that may have been the makeup. And it goes back to the exorcist and Dick Smith, uh, making up father Marin, who at the time was a young man. Um, but like to watch the exorcist, you'd never guess that even now, even 50 something years later, you would never guess that. And I think it was Dick Smith saying, uh, it was either him or maybe Savini, like my, uh, the, uh, you know, <laughs> Uh, mm-hmm. saying that with old age makeup, uh, it's the hardest to do because it's the most, uh, it's kind of the, it's the easiest to know when it's not right. It's, it's that uncanny yeah, valley. Absolutely. You know, even though you're making somebody old, we know what old people yeah. look like. We know what faces and look it's, like. It's, I think it's, uh, in part, uh, kind of a less is more kind of thing. And they didn't quite, go that route with this, uh, with these two characters. Um, Howard, I think is a little, 
better than than Pearl. Um, the performances are okay. Uh, I think Howard, mm-hmm. I would prefer over Pearl, but um, the makeup is a little much, uh, I feel like. And it kind of took me, it took me out a little bit. Like if I I, th- I did think she was scarier, like the background in the background. Yeah. Um, but I also I really kind of thought we were dealing with a dementia situation where like she's she's not aware of what's going on, she's not understanding, and th- and this. But she may be crazy, but I fully don't think she was suffering from dementia anytime. She knew what she was doing. She was. Uh, jealous I think was the the biggest motivation she was jealous because she wasn't young anymore and she feels like she's lived her life she's wanted more more than Howard could provide and she never got there and I think there's a jealousy and a jealous rage there Right. and um, for Howard's part um, the same you know he wanted to provide or or Pearl, but he never could. But also, how much did you try, Howard? Did you ever leave the fucking farm? She's not going to be a star trapped on the goddamn farm with you. And then I, I thought it was really interesting. I kind of, I, I kind of thought it would go this way. You know, my brain just is always making predictions and and a little Chekhov's gun here. But um, ha- Howard waves the shotgun at, at Wayne, and and Wayne like whoa 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 and he says oh you know it's okay i keep it by the door it's not loaded and wayne tells him oh same you know i got a handgun in the pit in the van it's not it's the same i don't keep it loaded if one of those two are lying if you were going to say who's lying who would you just blanket in a vacuum no other context would it be the old man farmer is a liar or would it be the porn director is a liar and I, I think most of us in a vacuum would say the porn director, he's not. Howard is the amoral one here um, for his lie, because the gun in the van, uh, Wayne's gun, was unloaded. So, just a little side, just a little side kind of piece in there of, of the fact that, you know, they both kind of were trying to find common ground, and, and Howard's a liar. Yeah. So, since we're kind of talking, uh, let's get the the makeup and the kills out of the way. Um, I've already talked about the the old age makeup, but what did you think about the the kills overall and the gore? Um, surprising amount of gore. I feel Uh, like, especially RJ's death. Yeah. Um, but even it's not the kill with um. Lorraine, uh, Jenny, Jenna Ortega. It's not the kill. It's the when he when he fucking whacks her hand. I don't even know what he whacks her hand with and breaks her fucking hand right, when right. she's trying yeah, to escape yeah. from the basement. But um, you know, it was it, afterwards. It was bloody and deformed, and it was it was right on um, Bobby Lynn's death. I I hate it. The alligator. I hate it. Yeah, I hate the, it. The alligator was I obvious. It was obvious that was going to be the thing. Hate it. It's a waste so. of a kill. I have a rant, Dave. 
if I may be as so bold. <laughs> No, go ahead. I, uh, that, I have a rant. That kill was totally... <sighs> it, it pisses it, me off. It, time it was totally... You knew that yeah. was coming. You knew that was coming. There was nothing There was nothing surprising about yeah. it. It was a waste. And it was... It happened so fast, there was, like, nothing. Yeah. yeah. Um, I agree. The... Like, we talked about the cin- cinematography and everything. Um, my favorite scene in the movie is Maxine in the pond. And then she's swimming back to the dock and you see the gator behind her, that big overhead shot, right? Fucking great. I was very stressful, such anxiety. My toes, my toes curled up and my feet were tense. I was like, Oh fuck. (laughs) But I was like, this is going to come back. This is going to pay off. But that was completely wasted. And it ruins Bobby Lynn's death later, and that fucking bums me out. Mirror that gator moment later for for Maxine when she's in that field somehow, like running, you know, like that's the, the you know, but the death by gator was completely expected and just kind of whatever when it happened. It was a waste of a buildup, waste of a death. I hate that that's what they did it's so dumb like if it wasn't going to be if it wasn't going to be jackson it was it obviously when she's out there it's going to be bobby lynn and you you already know you already know there's a fucking gator and you already know it's going to get a kill do something with that expectation man i am i totally never thought it was going to be jackson i mean him walking yeah i mean that was Uh, he i know he was in the swamp he was in the pond But I never at any time like thought it was if they had maybe you see a glimpse of the gator or you see something moving, then maybe you build up and say, Oh, it's the gator and then it's not, and maybe you get a little twist out of yeah. that. Um a Bobby Lynn was too smart. She was too smart of a character for you know, hundred and fifty year old Pearl to push her into the fucking pond even is just seemed not not plausible to me. I so I, I agree. And you don't see anything, you know. It's, the the gator yeah, it's comes out and eats water. her head. It just doesn't. Yeah, I, I I didn't care for it. I would have rather seen the the gator could have attacked Bobby. She's a smart character. She could have found a way out, mm-hmm. and only to find herself like in pearls, you know, clutches again, and 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 then Pearl finishes her off. Something. Or, just Anything. when she think, just when she thinks she's safe, then Pearl does something to get her back to the gator. And, Even you know, something said, as fucking yeah, stupid as as great. Lorraine, like running out of the front door and getting it from the gator, would have been not expected by that point. I feel like to me, I would have kind of given up on the gator happening. Actually, it'd have been dumb, <laughs> but I've been like, oh, okay, right. It, they wasted this whole thing, and then the gator. Yeah, happened. I am very let down by the by by that whole fucking shit. Um, the most the most interesting the most interesting thing I heard was was would the gator have gotten Maxine if it wasn't for Pearl in that scene? Like, um, did hmm. did Pearl's presence somehow? Because she's got some kind of infatuation with Maxine. I mean, she could have killed Maxine in the bed. 
she clearly got in the but bed with her and she's that, got something for Maxine in one way or another. Yeah, that could that could have been the most disturbing Oh yeah. That yeah. Sex scene I've seen in a long time. Um that and, and um I wish yeah. there was more of that. Instead of the old lady stuff, I, I mean, you get, or <laughs> the uncomfortableness of that nature. Like, I think by and large, this is a slasher flick. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, we've got the the older couple that is doing the doing the dirty the dirty deeds here, which has been done before. It's not a new thing, um, but no. it, it's it's very much uh, this is very much pretty. Straightforward slasher yeah. movie, which I was not expecting. Which I, I you know, that's cool. I, th- and I think that is part of the reason the A two four thing, right? Like, I don't go into an A two four movie expecting a slasher. Granted, it's a little bit different. Uh, right? You expected Robert Pattinson beating <laughs> off the little toy of yes. the mermaid <laughs> with Willem Dafoe in the corner, just being Willem Dafoe, and I didn't get that. Do you like my cooking, boy? <laughs> I washed me undies in the soup water. Jesus. Sorry, I took oh, us off track. That, oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. My face hurts. If, <laughs> at, if without that expectation, <laughs> if, if you had come in just thinking, okay, this is a straightforward slasher, right. do, do you think it would have been better? I don't think it would have hurt it for me. I would have maybe like been more. I mean, I feel like the sex and the pornography aspect of it is this is like the the tilting point, the kind of selling point to like get people on board or not on board. Because if you get over that hurdle, then it's, you know, there's your crowd for this movie. If you don't get over that whole hurdle, you know, that's the other people. Um, so there's, there's that, but then for to, to go that route and then just honestly have it be a slasher is confusing to me. And, uh, while we're on the subject of it being essentially a slasher, um, the themes, like you have some thoughts and I, also do, but they're not okay. Uh, let's let's get Fully into that. Formed, yep. Okay. So, so tell um, me your thoughts on the overall overarching things, some layers things. What? Tell me what you got, brother. All right. So I I really see two overarching themes here. Um, one is just uh, the the theme of. Feminism and female empowerment. Um, the men, the men die first. Uh, the women last a little longer, and that is the film crew and Howard and Pearl. Um, Pearl's biggest sin is envy of her sisters, and you know. Bobby Lynn's sin, if anything, is the arrogance of her feminism. You know, she's she's kind of turned that on her head and turned it into the same weapon okay. that that men have used against women for years. Um, and then 
you know, like I said, Jenna, Jenna's biggest sin is she's so judgmental uh, of the other girls and, and the porn shoot in general. And then she goes so hard in the paint that she's totally kind of unaware of her partner's needs. So it's, it's that it's, you know, what uh, it is toxic, toxic femininity. Yeah, that's you. You clicked it in my brain. It's like a little kid, right? Uh, testing their parent. You're like, you will not fucking go go near my fucking um, Blu-ray horror section. You won't do, you will not do, you are, it's against the laws of God and man, child, for you to go over there and mess with my fucking, um, fucking Return of the Living Dead Blu-ray. Don't, you will not touch that. Yeah, and don't, then, don't mess with my first pressing, the shortcut on exactly, uh, 4K. Exactly, and then, the, Remat- and then she's remastered. the kid that's over there, you know, like within a half inch of touching it, being like, what are you going to do? What are you going to do if I touch this? And I feel like that's what, what it is, but I don't understand the point, like story-wise with it. Maybe there's not a point. <laughs> Maybe I'm looking too far. It, it could be. I mean, yeah. yeah. What, what do I always say? Sometimes what we interpret in a movie, the themes we see say more about us than it does about the movie maybe, maker sometimes. The, the other big theme that I kind of get from this movie is um, it's just the the changing of the guard, the clash of generation. You know? Yeah, um, absolutely. You know, the, the film crew is coming in and they're like, you know, they're a little bit of, they're a little bit free love. Um, they're a little bit of, it's, it, there's a little bit of interracial love here. Um, perhaps, perhaps there's a little bit of, um, you know, homosexual love with, with the girls that um I mean or or the guys, you know, the guys uh, like there was the one scene where RJ's like feel my pecker Wayne, Wayne or Wayne, Wayne. Yeah. Wayne's like feel I my mean, pecker Wayne was and, walking around in that fucking like uh I wouldn't even call him tidy whities I don't know what you call that. Was that a jock strap? <laughs> I, I believe that was a jock strap, um, yes. He you know, I mean he was just walking around while they were filming that. Like, and he's not in the fucking movie. Like, what are you doing, brother? <laughs> Sky. And, and it's, the, it's, and, and to tie that to the feminism, that's kind of the traditional female role of uh, the, uh, yeah. the beauty on display. And Fair. so, you know, it's kind of turned on its head there. But the, I gotta the, say, uh, I mean, Martin Henderson is fucking fit. Dude, I was like, why is this guy not a fucking superhero? This guy is like fucking jacked. And then he fucking gets so, pitchforked in the eyes, but you know, whatever. <laughs> the, I, the eyes go so quick that it, 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 I mean, it was a jump, but it was not all that. The nail in his foot, uh, something about that. I've seen it done several times lately. Um, a quiet place, and there was something Home else alone. that had the nail in the foot. <laughs> yeah. Home Alone yeah. is the worst for me. And, and it didn't it didn't live up to Home Alone standards for me, but it was it was up there. It was up there. But I, I do feel like that clash of generations is a big theme here. Pearl yeah. lived her whole life wanting the freedom that Mia had. But she sees Mia with that freedom, the, the freedom to free love, the freedom to explore, the freedom to 
choose her own path, and instead of celebrating and, and being happy for, I keep saying Mia, uh, <laughs> Maxine, instead of being happy for, for Maxine, she's in. And she wants to bring it down. And, and you know, you're having the kind of fun that I wish I was having, so I'm going to be the rain on their parade. I'm going to be the party pooper. Right. And so, you know, and, and there, I, I do think there's some of that. I, he, you hear, I, it's uh, not a shocker to hear people like to argue shit on uh, <laughs> fucking social medias. And frequently, one argument used is, well, I did this. This was good enough for me. Why wasn't it good enough for you? Because I choose for it fucking not to be good enough for me, and that's reason enough. I don't have to explain myself to you. Just because you were happy with the status quo as it was doesn't mean I have to fucking be happy. There you go. So. There you go. What, what about you? Did, were there some uh, big themes or <sighs> tiny themes or maybe thematic elements that, that you saw and that you the... picked up on? I felt like Ty West was trying to say something at a couple different points, I, but it just didn't, it didn't make it through for me. Um, and I, 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 I worked, I worked Ty West. Um, the, you know, like the parallels between the young woman and, and Pearl between Maxie and Pearl. Um, and they even have a couple scenes and it's a, the thing I don't like about the movie is like those flashing, um, like see, there's a couple flashing scenes where it's like back and forth between like a couple different. Um, I think there was only one instance where it was Maxine and Pearl where it was going back and forth between. But I hated those moments because they never they never meant anything. Um, mm -hmm. But the the young I think the only thing that I can think of is. <sighs> is the young people having sex and it being, you know, you know, titillating and exciting. And then we get Howard and Pearl finally, uh, having sex after him, you know, denying her for who knows how long, you know, the old people having sex and it being gross and uncomfortable. Like you see stuff like I, I can, I'm saying like Those in general, yeah. And, I feel like there there was trying to say something with that, like, oh, you're gonna you're gonna get off to these young people, you know, being naked and and doing sexual things, but these 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 older folk, you're you're not. It's like, no, <laughs> no, not like the. What are you trying to say with this? Like, this doesn't connect on a level. It doesn't. The other thing is the evangelist on TV through a lot of the movie, um, uh -huh. which turns out to be Maxine's father. Um, maybe that will lead to be something with the Pearl uh, prequel. Uh, probably not. <laughs> but that, I mean, it doesn't mean anything to the, to the character. It, I don't think it means anything. It doesn't. Mm -mm. It, it was, it was a little bit of, um, it it was a little bit shocky, like oh, oh. Felt, but it was not like oh, yeah. now it all makes sense. It was more like oh. yeah, 
And okay. I was, uh, uh, back in the day, the IMDb message boards was like the fucking shit. Whenever I would finish a movie and have mixed feelings, I would go there and, you know, read people's thoughts. Now, uh, the only thing I have is Reddit. And I have to search for threads of movies gone by, <laughs> which, I mean, this is only a couple months, months old now. But um, I read people saying, will it show sex work in a more positive light? With more, you know, like, relatable or nice people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which is fair. I accept that. Um, However, yeah. it's 2022. And it's a horror movie in 2022. I don't think the demographic that needs a movie telling them that a pornographic actor or actress can be nice is the horror audience. I feel like they're on the level as far as as that could go as being like an outcast mm-hmm. and still being like a good person. <laughs> We've right. been that way for 40 fucking plus years. If that's the we, message, we've it's got not, so many yeah. years of the hooker with the heart. Of yeah. Gold. It's not, that's not yeah. what the message but is with this movie. If, if there's anything though, even when you have the hooker with the heart of gold, usually she fucking eats it at some point in the movie and, and may survive. That's true. I mean, I, but I mean, you have a whole cast that's a hooker with a heart of gold, really. I mean, you have Wayne that's, I mean, he's a Southern gentleman beginning to end. You know, he, I mean, he meets Howard yeah. and he's like, yeah. hey, hey, partner, what are you doing? Like when Howard is leading them to the guest house, right? Like Howard like kills over at one point in his coffin. And he, I mean, he puts his hand on his back, which is, I mean, honestly, I was like, don't touch him. <laughs> <laughs> No, he was comforting. Yeah. He was, uh, yeah. I mean, he was yeah, he, way more, he was way more comforting and caring than I would have been. <laughs> and I feel like I'm, I'm, pr- I'm, I'm pretty okay, but I feel like Wayne's even higher than me on that regard. Um, but I don't think, I don't think the movie is that. So essentially, what is it saying? What is this movie trying to say? I, I mean, I, to me, I didn't get a message from it, which is maybe my fault for expecting a message because it's a two, four to go back to that. Um, but it's a slasher. It is a slasher. Um, what, what if it it, just don't look more at the preacher here and his message at the end all along, the preacher is talking about evil and the evil that, that's just, it's right there. It's right under your nose. It will take your children from under your nose and it will do bad things to them. And it's right there. And so it, they're really, they're, there kind of is a feeling that the preacher is talking about the, the porn crew. And then at the end, it becomes, I feel like, no, the, the secret is that the people that you thought were the good people, the, the hardworking farmer at home, they were the ones filled with hate. They're the ones who tried to, you know, kill his daughter and, and end her life. And they're the evil ones. And maybe, maybe, and, and this is just kind of coming to me, so it's not a fully formed idea. Maybe. The message of the movie, which is a little bit different than the theme, but maybe the message of the movie is 
before we kind of start pointing fingers as to what's evil and who's evil, maybe we need to make sure that our motivations are actually pure, our hearts are good, that we have a loving heart um, before we start casting aspersions on the the film crew that rented our farmhouse. Maybe. I don't know. That's probably... Maybe. Probably. <laughs> we have a whole prequel so. uh, coming up uh, at some point, which was shot simultaneously as this movie, which we can't even find the goddamn trailer for, which is sacrilegious to give this trailer to uh, theater audiences, but us uh, people now streaming this movie cannot see it anywhere. Let us see this fucking trailer! Uh, apparently, apparently it is set in 1918. Apparently, there are some distribution issues, we, like who is going to be the ones that are distributing this. Who, right, is, right. The, who is going to be making the money? And that's kind of holding back well, the, um, the trailers. Until that I gets will say the the one thing I can look forward to in the Pearl movie is to see if Ty West can pull off the aesthetic of 1918 as well as he can the uh, 70s, 80s aesthetic. I think he mm -hmm. can do it. I have, I have faith in him when it comes to that. We got, we got you, Ty. You can do it, man. You can, you can do you it. You can do it all. But his fucking head <laughs> off. Um, you want to get to some overalls and, uh, and put a, put a bow on this, on this uh, podcast? Yeah. Yeah. Overall, um, I've got to say, watch this movie. It is, it is, um, it's a good horror movie. It's not breaking new ground anywhere. Um, if you're, if, if sex and sexuality make you uncomfortable. Maybe it's not the movie for you. Um, but it's not the, the, I mean, the worst of the sex part was when she's, um, Bobby Lynn is wiping the jizz off her back and throws the towel <laughs> right. at um, the rain. Yeah. That, that's kind of nasty, but, uh, you know, the rest is, is pretty great. The rest um, is actually pretty standard sex scenes that you've, mm -hmm seen in the 80s even like it's not really any more graphic than anything you've ever seen before mm -mm. Mm -mm. little the some some man butt some women butt some Sh shadowing some <laughs> some boobs some a lot of side boob and almost boob um nothing you ain't seen and a lot before. of simulated sex but yeah yeah um do you want my rating now, or do you want to go over? Uh, what do you... Is that not your rating? I'm confused. <laughs> no, so, I mean, that's my recommendation. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I'll, 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 just, I'll just throw... I'll just continue here. So, my rating... I, I, I like this. I mean, it's not often you get a movie these days that is um, a well-done... Fairly straightforward slasher. Um, the closest comparison 
for expectation I can give it is um, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I've that we, seen that, that brought up a lot. And, and tell so me, tell because me, of tell, that, I need that, you to inform and that, me. Uh, because yeah. I've seen that brought up in these Reddit threads, and people are like, it's like Texas Chainsaw Massacre meets Boogie Nights. And I'm like, I love I love both those movies, but I get none of either of those movies from this. I, I, would, me. I would not go there. I would not go there. The only compare way I compare this to that is yes. that my expectation going into the uh, into Texas Chainsaw Massacre, not the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, but the my, newest my one? expectation going into Texas. Oh, okay, right, okay. My expectation going in was that it's it's a it was a remake, but I really just I don't know if expectation or desire is the better word. I desired it to just be a straightforward slash. Okay. Just you don't have to get fucking fancy. Just make it a a good slasher movie. Make it a, a horror movie. And um and so that's that's what I wanted from Texas Chainsaw Massacre and I and it didn't deliver very well. Agreed. <laughs> Where this, I kind of expected more, but, you know, if I had a wish list, I would have just said, I would like X. Like, okay, I knew it was a porn shoot on a farm, in a, in a boarding house on a farm, and old people nearby. All right. So I, I knew the basic of it, what it was going to be. And, and I kind of, you know, had... The devil on my shoulder, and and in my, on my shoulder, the devil is the good guy. <laughs> said, "Dave, maybe this will just be a straightforward slasher movie that's well done and beautifully shot." And it was that. And so, for that reason, it, it I, I, no expectation, just that I'm going to give it an eight point five. I thought this was really good. If the if I have one complaint, is that it. It takes so long to get to the killing, and then the killing goes by so quick. There, the tension is good. There's a tension to start, but there's no death to go with it. Um, but once once you get the first kill, then everything rolls pretty quickly. It I mean, it move. feels like yeah, you're, yeah. yeah um, but the but the first half is kind of tense, but there's not a whole lot of payoff in the first half so it it almost feels like there's a tone shift there after the first kill happens um maybe that tone shift happens when uh jenna ortega decides she's going to be in porn and the first thing she does takes off her cross necklace Uh and i and i'd be remiss because i kind of forgot to say when rj is crying in the shower (laughs) it i giggled because I associated that so hard with Jim Carrey crying in the shower during Pet Detective. <laughs> so um, it, it made uh, me chuckle. But I, I gave it an 8.5. Wow. I kind of anticipated this when I was reading the, the opinions high. online. I was like, there is a divide with this movie. And I would almost wager 
that there's going to be a divide in the horror house when it comes to this. And I feel like the way we've been talking so far, it's pretty apparent how it's going to (laughs) go, which is all right. It happens. It happens. Um, We've been we've been too alike. We have for a number. Uh, of this weeks. season has been very. I think we've even had a couple that were the exact same score, which is like astronomical that that could even happen. <laughs> um, I don't hate this movie. I don't know that I recommend this movie. Um. I don't need some kind of complex message about sex or pornography or aging or whatever. Uh, but it would be nice in this regard if there was something uh, for me to latch on to as, as far as any of those go. I would have went a long way. But I felt like they wanted to say something, but in the end didn't say fucking shit to me. And I th- I feel like that offends me more than even making a bad movie is the premise that there could be a, a some kind of message, but then there's nothing. And I, I, say something, say anything, uh, is where I sit with this. Say you, <laughs> say me. Um. That's the way it should be. The, the best thing that I can give certain points of this movie are uncomfortableness. And that's when she's stabbing RJ in the throat. And it goes on for a minute. She decapitates she that motherfucker. And waits. And then stabs him another time and waits a second. And then like starts to ramp it up. And you're like, Bitch, Pearl, fuck, stop. Okay, move. Okay, he's fucking, he's been dead for a minute. Move the fuck on. But she keeps going. The da- and she kind of has the dance and the blood, the blood's yeah. on the headlights. And yeah. that's the only thing I can really think of is like uncomfortableness. And like when, you know, Howard's railing her, <laughs> you know, she finally talks him into getting, getting some of that Howard action. Um, and they're laying on the bed with, you know, Maxine underneath of them. The only thing, like, I'm not like, oh, that's gross. Like, uh, sex is a, a human thing. It's it's not even a human thing. It's just mm-hmm. a thing that things do. Uh, it, uh, I, I'm not grossed <laughs> out by it, but I am uncomfortable by it because it just, I mean, it's older people. Like, you're not trying to turn the, the coin on, oh, so you're saying like older people can't have sex and it's not titillating younger, younger people can have sex and it is, it's like, that's pretty much. Yes. <laughs> that's pretty much. Yes. That's how it goes. You're not going to change. Yeah, I mean, the, if you want to have sex all you, all you want. I prefer to yeah, watch less wrinkled uh, body. You're not. And I say that as a owner of yeah, a wrinkled I body. I don't like if that's, some kind of part of the message that's trying to be put across. It's not working, brother. It's just not, you're not going to get that out there. Um, so the only thing I can come up with is like just this uncomfortableness, which is fair. I mean, horror isn't supposed to be like this comfy thing. Like I, I know a lot of us like lean into the nostalgia of like older horror movies. And it's like, Oh, doesn't it feel good to watch, you know, Freddy like kill these people? Yes. Yes, it does. But mm-hmm. At the same time, like 2022, we've had 
so many decades of horror at this point. Um, what does X bring? I I am not getting anything. Like even the old age makeup, I don't think is good. I think it's goody good enough, maybe. Five point five, unfortunately, and I'm I'm shocked we're so far apart. I'm not shocked, but I am. But I'm giving it a five point five. I almost went six point five. Uh, as we were talking, I was like, you know what? Maybe I've been too harsh. I'm. I, I, but then I went back down. <laughs> it's the first time I've ever went up, like at the halfway point of the podcast. And then before we were done, I'm like, you know what? Never mind, <laughs> and went back down to five point five. So I just on a on a lark, I did go back to the most recent Texas Chainsaw Massacre show we did and looked up our ratings for that. And for that show, um, well, you were a three and I was a five. Oh. So there's a there's a gap of two points there. And for this, you're a 5.5 and 8.5. 8. So there's a gap of three points. So fundamentally, fundamentally, we're only one more point different than we were for that. I would watch this again um, before I would watch Texas Chainsaw Massacre. For sure. Oh, for sure. yeah. I, that's, that's not even a question. For <laughs> I, would, I would watch this I again. Mean, uh, I don't even have to qualify it. I would yeah. watch this again. It's, um, it's, it is sex positive, but it's I mean, also... That, which is fine. Except for, except for the disturbingness of the old people fucking. New horror movies, even when they try to do slashers, like... They shy away from titties and ass and and dong. I mean, I, you know, they they shy away from that. Um, right. right. And, and this is not afraid to kind of throw back to that. Like I said, it's 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 a. I felt like it was a well done. Just a, if if I just said, is it a straightforward slasher? This is just a straightforward slasher, shot well and done well. Is it that? And I I have to check the boxes. I have to say yes. So. Clearly, I win this episode because <laughs> I have uh, the, even if it's not the perfect rating, I have the more correct rating than you do, clearly. I'm sorry, Chris, I, to break I that news. I understand. I, but I took a vote, and I was the only one who voted, and I said yes. <laughs> I, is it shot well? Is it like the aesthetic and the vibe and the, you know, the being a period piece? I absolutely agree. 10 out of 10 as far as that goes, which makes me bummed out that it turns out to be just essentially just a slasher. I, I could probably come down a little bit. Oh, no, 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 no. Based so, slowly on Bobby Lynn's death face. I, oh, I was. Oh, yeah. I, was, I agree that. Um, yes. <laughs> I was Bullshit. unsatisfied Bullshit. with that. If I had Ty West's phone number, I would call him after watching that and be like, Bullshit. Take this movie back. Take this movie back and fix that. This is fucking stupid. This is... Eh, I, I, it, no. 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 This is... It, it sucks. It sucks. It is the worst... It is the worst part of the movie for me. It's so... Uh, Speaking of which, um, I just watched Alligator, 1980, 1981, I forget. Um, oh. Wow. Wow. We're gonna, I'm going to come back to that. <laughs> uh, 
Okay, maybe we could do an alligator-themed episode. I really, I'm, I really enjoyed. I'm scared Pearl the fucking shit of alligators, <laughs> dude. So that is one so of when, the themes of my. I, I don't dream. I don't have like horror nightmares often, but when I have them, like disturbing dreams, they don't usually wake me up. I just spend the night in terror and wake up mid heart attack and one of the recurring themes is mine is that i'm trapped on a river and it's it's fucking alligators man interesting i never get eaten i never get fucking i don't even get nibbled like they don't even take a taste Uh, just being trapped sometimes yeah just just i'm I'm trapped on the river gators usually there's a boa or two you know scattered in Sometimes there's some venomous snakes too, but alligators are always there in massive numbers. <laughs> and I, I mean, I, it's disturbing to me. So there you go, man. I, I'm kind of the same way. I don't. Uh, I've had a couple. Uh, speaking of night, we may just have to have a nightmare episode and just talk about some of the weird shit. I like sometimes hearing people's dreams is like, okay, shut up. None of this matters. But sometimes you're like, that's fucking oh, weird. You, you want to hear a story about something that's absolutely not true? I just made up yeah. in my head while I was asleep. And then, yeah. It's, like, and it's usually totally fucking underwhelming. Like, oh, I had the weirdest dream. Uh, almost immediately. I was in a yeah. McDonald's and there were crowns on my hamburger. It's like, discussion, oh. That, that thing starts with anybody. Yeah. Almost immediately. I'm like, oh, you're, okay. Okay, <laughs> I don't care. But so it takes a little bit of something to get me out of that. Like the story has to be pretty good to get me out of that. Um, mm-hmm. Otherwise, I'm just kind of like fluffing. <laughs> um, very interesting, oh, Rhonda. Wow. That's a that's wow. yeah. clowns, huh? Okay. Oh wow! Wow! Jeez. Wow! Yeah. Wow! I can't believe like. You're, really, your car was purple. Oh, that's that, you're right. That is the wildest how, how, dream how I, I could imagine. My that sweating. Purple. <laughs> All right, so I think that about does it for another episode of the Whorehouse. We have talked about Dave. We have talked about the aesthetic of X and the vibe and the. I mean, it's a period piece and the story and the actors and the gore. The fucking can't I can't argue the gore. I may have gave it a low score. But I can't argue the fucking practical effects. The old age makeup. There's not a lot of it. There's not a lot of the gore, but what they did was the old age makeup. We could have a conversation about, um, but it it does a good enough job. Um, And some of the themes, like we have a little bit of, uh, I wouldn't say, like uh, we're not cross with the themes. It's just not strong with what it wants to say. So, eh, I mean, <laughs> it, I, Dave, you should probably finish this off strong. If it was stronger, I, I am. If, if it's stronger, if you, if you really, like if the theme is female empowerment and if you nail it down any more directly, then it's, then it is woke garbage. Um, if the theme is clash of generations and you are any more direct with it, it's fucking uh, Avengers Civil War. <laughs> uh, 
It's. I just thought I thought it was well done. It's. You know, I'm I'm digging for themes, and and there's some things. The fact that we can that there's is elements. Nice. There's definitely some elements. Yeah, there's definitely elements like like for face of elements, whether that's the theme yeah. or not. We'd have to, you know, Ty West come on the show and talk to us about what you're We're not created. gonna be watching a trauma movie and being like, listen, so the pros and cons of nuclear proliferation, right? Like it's not gonna be that. <laughs> it's not gonna be like it's gonna be like, so we saw boobies in this point, and then there was pretty cool, like slimy gore in this point. Like, but, but th- that's not what X is. I, you know, it's I'm just conflicted. I take it for what it is. And I, uh, you know, know, um, please, sword. rabble. Rabble. Ta- yes. Please, please. Uh, this is your call to action. <laughs> Go out and, and watch this movie wherever you have to watch it. Like, find out when your neighbors are watching it. Go. Watch through the window when they didn't see, can't see you. Uh, break into their house and oh. use their fucking voodoo. I'm oh. not, don't. Don't their do Wi Fi password and but, login is admin admin. Just use that. <laughs> um, but watch this movie and then please hit us up and let you yeah. let us know what you think. Um, we we need um we need some other voices here to settle this debate. I agree. And, and I say go into it with no expectation. Uh, yeah, absolutely, and just. You know, go go into it Absolutely. with no expectation and let us know what um, you think. Dave, um, where can they it, let us know what they think about it? Uh, you can send us a a, a tweet, um, or you can just tweet and mention us and say, "Hey, I I watched X because uh, Horror House told me to um, at Sweetness One and at Horror House Two, or should I say at Sweet." Sweetness one and at Horror House two, um, and, and let us know what you think. Email us whorehousepodcast at gmail or you could leave us a message on the Horror House Facebook page. Uh, you could just tell us what you think by leaving us a voicemail on Anchor.fm forward slash Horror House. And uh, lastly, I have to say it again, Dave. Please rate us and just share the whorehouse word. If you like listening to us, um, the best way that you can get more of that is to just tell people about us. Um, you know, I mean, we're, we're not a- the only we don't even ask for money. We don't fucking even really want money. We don't do this for money. We we do it out of the kindness. Our horror fucking blackened uh, feminist hearts. <laughs> so load us up. We're accepting. You forgot yeah. accepting. We're accepting yes. of everybody. Which is uh, a, you know the horror audience these days is very very that. So uh, if not us. Get on Twitter. There's plenty of horror communities that uh, are super like open. So do that. Um, and just just spread the word. Load us up on your phone. Throw it at your friend. Um, 
But I think that about does it. I am not surprised by our dissenting opinions on this movie. <laughs> I kind of, I kind of felt it coming. Um, but it's, it's, it's the first one of the season that we've been, uh, a little bit divided on. Um, I, as we talked, was not surprised by the division, but I have blinders on when I'm watching a movie. And I'm like, man, this is fucking great. Chris is going to love this movie. Have you ever watched Chris. a movie where you're like, Chris is going to shit on this? Chris is going to hate this movie. Um, I started watching Doom Asylum the other day, and I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh, this might, um, Chris might have something to say about this makeup on this guy here. Oh, man. So that, that's another week. That's another week here in the whorehouse. We thank you for joining us. Um, I'm ready to, I'm ready to close and lock the doors, close the shutters, Dave. Um, let's, let's get out of here and we'll be back in a week. We'll be back in a week. Uh, another, another movie, same dimension or different movie. Same dimension? Uh, I forget how you put it last time, but it was... Blew my mind. Same, same basement, different chain. There you go. Rattle. There you go. Uh, 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 we'll not quite there. there. By the end of the season, we'll know what we're saying when it's time to end the episode. But uh, let's, let's, let's close the door. We'll see you all next week. Later, and thank you, Ralph. <laughs>